All right. I always start by saying all right. I'm not going to say all right again. Hello, all right. It's funny, isn't it? Like, a lot of people in the North say all right, but it's got a lot of meanings. Do you mean it as hello, or are you actually asking me if I'm all right? <laughs> I know what you mean, yeah. I know what you mean. It's very difficult, isn't it, to know what people are saying and why. Yeah, but you always know, don't you, though? All right, mate. They're not actually asking you if... I don't know why I tried to go a bit like London then, but, you know, <laughs> I'm going to stop talking. I'm waffling. <laughs> I'm really waffling. You can appreciate how it's really difficult when somebody's learning a different language. You can tell that. Because it's not, not just the language, is it? It's all the different... I want to say idiosyncrasies. <laughs> is that right? I think so. It sounds believable, doesn't it? Really. So, what... We've been talking today, and it's amused me, about little things that annoy you that shouldn't annoy you just in life. So we're driving, it's car share podcast, and so sometimes, it's fair to say other drivers do annoy us a bit. Do you know, just a little bit. And obviously there's there's the obvious ones like drivers who are driving dangerously or too quickly. Or too slowly. Like doing a 30 in a 60 zone, I would argue, is equally as dangerous. Yeah, yeah, and I think oblivious drivers as well, so often who are also very slow, um, who corner, like do that kind of ghosting corner thing where they'll (laughs) cut across your side of the road. But really, it's because it it feels like they can't be bothered to turn the steering wheel enough. Or sadly, maybe they're not strong. They must be strong enough to turn a steering wheel. But it feels like they're not strong enough or they can't be bothered to turn the steering wheel to do a proper turn, a safe turn, like as close to a kind of right angle as possible. So they'll just kind of do this lazy arc of a turn. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean by that? I know exactly what I mean. I I think there are some people out there who are not actually aware of how big their cars are. So they think, oh, I can just make it round here, but actually, you can't, and my car is in the way. There's a corner on our way home that that happens on, Yeah. and I'll point it out to the to the listeners. <laughs> is that a comment on people who have really big cars as well? Well, not necessarily. Sometimes it is, but although saying that, actually, sometimes people in smaller cars do it, so maybe it is just because they're not strong enough. I have a theor- I have a philosophy about... And I don't think it's justified, but I have it anyway, about people who drive really big cars, like massive Range Rovers, which is fine. I know they're very popular and very nice. That's fine. But if I'm, if I'm in my average size car and I'm coming down a small, small road and you're in a massive car, do you therefore agree that you have more... If you're taking up more than half of the road because your car is significantly larger than mine, then do you not have a duty to therefore move over a bit more? Yes, no, I agree with this. And it really annoys me a little bit when people in massive cars don't don't pull into the gap because I'm in a small car. You are the one that's taking up the road, not me, you and your big car. So move your big car into that gap. And also, I've realised... Oh, we're getting really, grumpy, we're getting grumpy. I have a really bad habit of like talking to people as if they can hear me when I'm in the car. So I'll sit here and be like, just move into that gap. Yeah, you do do that. As somebody who's, <laughs> as somebody who's shared a lift with you several, for several 
I was going to say several years, but for a couple of years, <laughs> you do get exasperated and you do the hand gesture thing, yeah, like, and you say things like, you say things like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" <laughs> I actually, it actually happened to me the other day. I was driving up near my house, and I drive up a really steep hill, and there's lots of junctions that come out onto the hill, and there's cars parked on both sides of the hill. Now, my rule when driving is if somebody's coming up the hill and you're going down it the person who's coming up the hill has priority because it's hills like who you don't want to do a hill start halfway up a hill especially where i live very hilly so i was driving up the hill somebody came straight out of the junction didn't even stop and literally like stopped right in front of me and i found myself saying what are you doing yeah. and then the next thing i know this car pulls up at the side of my window and oh. it's just staring at me oh. so i said again what are you doing like i am not the problem here you have just pulled out on me and also i'm coming uphill so i think i should have had priority there i think that's a really unwritten rule isn't it but yeah i, I agree with you <laughs> but then also so <laughs> it's funny because i can identify with that but then also i get really annoyed when other drivers tell me off <laughs> So, so obviously I'm nobody is a perfect driver and so there are times when I um, obviously you know don't drive as as well as I could you know we all try to be the best driver we can we're human we make mistakes and so I try and remember that when other people make mistakes like yeah I you know I'm gonna give this guy some grace yeah, because maybe he's having a bad day yeah totally yeah but then also but but I remember once there was a situation where I turned into my road and our road to set the context our road is really bad for parking it's like it's a classic victorian kind of sheffield road on a hill double parked all the way down and you have to kind of do this thing gambling when you're pulling in and also the other the, the most dangerous thing is that it's it's parked all the way to the junction right at the edge so when you're turning in off of what is quite a busy road at the top um you can't really see very well like if there's anyone coming up but then also I have the situation, so I feel like when I'm turning left into my road, if there's somebody quite close behind me, I feel like I have a duty to get off the road that I'm on quite quickly or relatively smoothly. But also I need to be careful because I can't quite see yes. the, down the road I'm doing it. So, so I, got, I got into this habit of, of turning quickly onto that road if there was someone behind me because I don't want them going into the back of me but then one time there was somebody coming up the Uh, road and they did an abrupt stop as they had to did an elaborate swerve out of the way and then gave me the classic (laughs) slow down (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean by that slow down with the hands the hands went up like as if slowing down is something to do with volume but like slow down did the big mouthy through the glass slow down and i got so annoyed because i just wanted to explain no 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 i've turned in here (laughs) quickly because i had someone right behind me and i didn't want them to go into the back of me (laughs) because they've long gone and so you're just left to get kind of annoyed about it and then sometimes it really does make you feel annoyed well it does me it makes me feel annoyed for quite a long time and i go home thinking about it still and i think sometimes i wake up in the night thinking (laughs) about it stuff i should have done or should have said yeah, if you could read so this, silly. Change. Yeah, there's a there's a few driving things I think that are up there with really small things that probably annoy you more than they should. Shall I tell you another one of mine in terms of driving? Yeah. When people have indicated and they've turned <laughs> and they don't turn their indicator off. <laughs> yeah. After they've turned, because then I start thinking, are you turning again? Are you not? Yeah. And it annoys me even more 
when it's learner drivers in the car with an instructor because I fully appreciate the learner drivers. You might not realise you've got the indicator on, but that instructor next to you should tell you to turn that off now. <laughs> like, this is the kind of pettiness that sometimes annoys no, me. When I'm I think that's a valid point, particularly about um, le- driving instructors. I had a I had a close miss with a driving instructor the other day. So I was I was actually running, and I did that. Th- yeah, so I was running and I was crossing the road, and I'd done the best job I could to check that I was in the clear. But this le- this learner drive this driving instructor who was driving a learner car, um, he. He was overtaking some, it's hard to explain, but he was overtaking some cars on the other side of the road. And so I thought he was indicating because he was doing overtaking a row of cars. But he was, he was turning right down the road that I was crossing over. And he definitely accelerated to kind of make this point about you shouldn't have stepped out. Therefore, I'm going to accelerate and scare, scare you. So I had to, I had to jump out of the way. Um, Oh and later, I sometimes I was, do that though. I'm that person that sometimes does that. Like, to prove a point, <laughs> to I'm gonna. But what? I, but then I felt like, as I was thinking about it, because it really stayed with me for the rest of my run. As I was thinking about it, I was thinking, what are you trying to do there? Are you actually trying to hit me? <laughs> or I? Or maybe are you at? You know, I felt like I wanted to ask you, are you trying to kill me? Is That's that what you're sounds, trying to do to to prove That's a point, to show me that I shouldn't have crossed the road? Um, and I don't know, but I, I, I need to check this, but I'm pretty sure that in the highway code, you, you should not, when you're turning down a junction and there's pedestrians, you and they are not expected. It's you as a driver that's expected. It's on you. Yeah, you're expected to expect them to cross and, and it's not on them to be like yes. totally aware of what's going on. In front of us, it would be my fault if I hit them even yeah. if they just st- literally stepped out yeah yeah and so you have to especially at junctions and i think that there's a i haven't checked it for years but i think i'm pretty sure that that is a thing and so so because this guy was a driving instructor i was having like i was having a hard time of letting go of the fact that oh you you know you should yeah, be extra you you're a driving instructor yeah. you're speeding teaching up to teach. try and clip my heels to teach me a lesson but you're in a car and i'm on my feet if you clip my heels even at 20 miles an hour you're going to break my ankles <laughs> is it worth it and so but but obviously you know people get ragey in cars very much so very much so you become a bit invincible in a car though some yeah. people think and, and I, you know myself included i have to fight it we all do but some people do better than others uh, anyway other things outside of driving that yeah. kind of uh, little things that annoy you more than they should. I've got this weird one. Can I say it? Yeah, go on. Go so, it. I noticed this a long time ago, and now I or whenever Catherine and I are watching a movie or a uh, any TV show, actually, um, this often comes up. So, in a movie, there's a scene where often where somebody will get coffees for people, yes. take out coffees in a to-go cup. Yeah. And so in the scene, they're giving it, oh, I've got your coffee. Here you go. Here's your coffee. They pass the coffee over. And the person often will immediately, at some point, often immediately, will take a swig of that coffee, like really necking it back, throwing their head back, taking this big exaggerated gulp (laughs) 
of a real what is a brand new hot coffee straight out of the shop and that you can't and it's obviously obviously it's an empty cup of yeah. prop and it's so obvious that it's an empty yeah, cup. It really point. annoys me. It really annoys me because it's like this is a this is a qu- like Grey's Anatomy yeah. is, is one of the yeah. shows that we watch. So Grey's Anatomy, they That's often yeah. are having to go coffees, <laughs> but they and it's of high quality production. It's a really it's a good show. It's a high quality production value. So I don't understand why they don't. I don't like it's an easy fix. Yeah. You just put water in it. Yeah. That's all it needs. Yeah. Just something to 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 mimic the um, the gravity. Because I think mimicking a, a hot, full cup with an empty, cold cup is actually a really hard thing to do. Yeah. The gravity part of it, especially, like trying to pretend that there's there's a full cup of liquid in an empty paper cup. I think it's even the same when it's not the the takeaway cups when it's an actual mug, and you yeah. can so like. I was watching something the other day and you could so you could so obviously see that the cup was empty and you you're drinking that straight away like don't tell me you've not burned your mouth if yeah. that's real life and it reminds me of like a kiddie sort of stage production where it's this like over the top acting of yeah. like <laughs> ah, oh that was yeah. a good <laughs> <laughs> ridiculously hot coffee that I've just necked no problem haven't burnt my tongue or anything but to go cups particularly they are really hot and that first sip you take always burns your mouth if you're not careful so that I don't know and it's the sort of thing that once you notice it it really you notice it all the time and it's and you see it coming, like, oh, he's got some coffees. Oh, he's sharing them out. She's going to drink it. It's surely she's not. She is. Yeah, she's just necked of ridiculously hot coffee. And I'm meant to believe that that's just come straight out of the coffee shop. No way. Oh, goodness. Yeah, no, that is a good one, actually. That's definitely one that I, that I have noticed. Yeah, that's... that's just, I don't one. know. Yeah, it's, it's a silly one, obviously. But they're all silly, aren't they? But, it's, but you, it, it ruin, you want to believe... You know, when you're watching a show or a movie, you obviously want to be immersed in it and you want to believe it. And for the most part, you are. But that can often just take me right out of the show and it's like, oh, these are actors just pretending and it's just an empty yeah. coffee cup and it's so obvious. Anyway, I won't labour that point <laughs> anymore. <laughs> What's your next one? My next one? I've got quite a few. And when you think about it and say them out loud, it is really a bit ridiculous. Like, well, I, as if you're letting that annoy you. One thing that probably annoys me more than it should is what it's what I like to call mansplaining (laughs) that's funny because this came up on a list I googled a list before we did this and it was number one on the list just to get some ideas that really gets on my nerves when men feel the need to explain things to you because they look at you and think you're a woman, you don't know how to do this. So I'll give you an example. I once needed some um, some cable ties from work. So um, I went to ask for some for some table table guys, cable ties, and we didn't have any. So I said, oh, okay, no problem. Like, just let me know if you've got anything else. Um, and I got told, oh, um, don't have any cable ties, but what I do have here is some um, some wire you can tie and some wire cutters. I was like, yeah, great, that'll do the job. Thank you so much. Um, so this person came in, put the wires, put the wire down and the wire cutters, and kind of just stood staring at me for like a good 
15 seconds and I was like yeah that's it great thank you so much I'll sort that out now and he looked at me and said you know what these are right and I was like oh like pardon I said what do you mean like of course I know what they are they're, they're wire cutters and he said do you know how to use these or do you need me to show you and I was like oh goodness I said yes I do know how to use them but thank you very much but he didn't take that as like the final answer he then proceeded to show me how to use the wire cutters just in case like you know I didn't know how to use them and I just think oh that's so interesting because I can guarantee if I was a male you would not have shown me how yeah. to clip wire you know it's, <sighs> it's I'm so sorry up there that it wasn't me think. but I'm so sorry <laughs> yeah just think wow really like it's that's that's one that does get to me a little bit but that I guess is a bit deeper than you know people not turning their indicators off they're quite different no because that has lots of layers to it and that is really frustrating I'm yeah. sorry that's happened that's what we call mansplaining what's your next one what else is on your list you've got a list I actually did make a list um, well we talked about slow and fast drivers and uh, well I was going to go into some sort of I feel like I laboured the point quite a lot about the coffee thing but I was going to say some uh, stuff about movie logic in general so yes. I talked about how something will happen in a movie that takes you out of that immersive kind of experience because it's so ridiculous and obviously some it's difficult because some movies are meant to be quite rid- ridiculous so like there's but it's worse than the like action movies yeah you know where you where you're really into a movie or a tv show or whatever and it is it almost is believable a bit like Grey's Anatomy like that could be believable parts of that because of yeah. the setting and everything else but so yeah when something like that happens you think oh what a spoiler yeah and there are plenty of action movies that that are meant to be kind of over the top and 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 you know that but they just defy the laws of physics to such an extent that it kind of it ruins it so uh, you know for example you're watching a, an action hero movie superhero movie whatever it might be you you know you don't expect that to be realistic but when when the said superheroes defy the laws of gravity <laughs> and physics to a point without you know if it's magic i suppose that's all right if they've got some sort of magical ability but they've just got some sort of super strength or something i don't know i don't know it's sort of like oh come on you know it's it's it looks so ridiculous and that's not how gravity works (laughs) i don't know maybe that's just really unfair of me because nobody watches it i think that is something that people will that people will pick up on when they're watching things i would pick up on something like that well i mean because one you know i used to watch and this is this is embarrassing to admit, but I will. <laughs> this is embarrassing to admit, but I watch the Fast and the Furious movies, and I know that they're ridiculous, and I know it's silly. But when a new one comes out, I kind of am fascinated to see what ridiculous. Fast and the Furious Nine is going to be about. And Catherine teases me for that because it is they are terrible, but they're kind of meant to be terrible. But they've got become more and more ridiculous, like so ridiculous to the point where you're saying. Are they meant to be superheroes with with magical strength, with slight super strength, or are, is this meant to be still grounded in some form of reality? Because it, there was one episode where, like, The Rock, he was what's his name, Dwayne Johnson, yeah. he was literally surfing 
a missile yeah. on ice. What? No, he was hol- while holding some kind of submarine in his hand, or the other way around. I don't know, but it, it was just the most far-fetched. And, and often in those movies, you know, they'll fall out of the car, or they'll jump off a moving car onto another moving car. And, you know, they'll tumble and fall, but they'll get up and then carry yeah, on running. Away as well. <laughs> you yeah. got up straight away after that big car. Yeah. Like, and it's just like, I fell over just running the other day, and it really hurt, you know. <laughs> it's just bit. like, yeah, I cried a little bit. You know, it took me a while to get up. I felt oh, sorry for myself. But these guys, they jump off moving cars at like 90 miles an hour, yeah. and they're totally fine. <laughs> I know that's all part of it, and it's meant to be kind of silly, but... I guess that what we're saying is there's a point. How silly is too silly. Well, that concludes our little funny episode today. That was a fun one. That was, wasn't it? I enjoyed that. And by the way, welcome back from isolation. Yeah, you. yeah. you could tell at the start I've really not seen like humans for a while. Get like so excited to talk. It just all oh, word vomit. <laughs> Real interaction. Well, we'll chat again soon. Uh, but until then, it's goodbye from me. And me. And goodbye.